T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's James and Wiggy with Fitzy. It's James, Fitzy, and Wiggy on Sports Radio WEEI. I've already tried to reach out to him, you know. If he wants to meet, we can meet. I'm fine with it. I'll apologize to him face-to-face. Done it. This is my third time now in front of the media. I'm sure he'll speak about it again. Would you ever want to talk to him? No. Why would I want to talk to him? You know, and you've had other guys who probably didn't like you, or yeah, he's not not the first guy who doesn't like me. I get it. Well, we had the Godfather Part One, and then the Godfather Part Two. So we had Eck versus Price Part One, and now Eck versus Price Part Two. I got to tell you, so far Part Two is a little bit like uh, Hyman Roth down in Cuba. It's getting very interesting. You know, it's getting very interesting. We're, you know, like the way this is going and and the blow up that has happened due to the feature that hasn't even come out yet uh, about um, David, excuse me, about Dennis Eckersley in the Globe this Sunday by Chad Finn, and that started off just uh, David Price going bonkers on Twitter, and then he unleashed a tirade uh, to the media. I believe it was a couple days ago, Ken. We have the David Price sounding off on Eck to the world. Honestly, I just think it's trash. You know, he, um, he had an unbelievable career, 25 seasons. He's a Hall of Famer. Uh, I saw his special on MLB Network. It was cool. And one thing that definitely um, stood out to me, he had zero former teammates in that interview. Not one. Talking about him. It was him talking about himself. So there was that. And I guess he just doesn't count, Mark. McGuire, Fred Lynn, Jerry Remy, Ron But Darling. stop with the Fred okay. Lynn. Fred Lynn did okay. not like Eckersley. Okay, fair enough. So, fair. I mean, there will be people that will talk about you on a documentary. Right. Just because they're talking about doesn't mean they like you. And somebody probably put that bug in and Price's ear. I mean, I can't believe we're still talking about this. The only reason why we're Thank here. Thank you for saying that, by the way. The, right. The only reason why we're here is because nobody has enough balls to say what the why we're really here. Where's everybody at? <laughs> Right. the The reason why we're here is because of Dennis Eckersley. Let, let's let's uh, listen. I never met Eckersley from all accounts. You never met him, Dennis? No, I never met him from oh, all okay. accounts. He seems like a nice He's guy. He's a great guy. Yeah, you know, I, I take nothing away from that. But the only reason why we're here is because nobody likes David Price. Everybody loves Eckersley. So when Eckersley says this thing in the Chad Finn um, article, right? He says this thing. He already knows that David Price is sensitive. Uh, Eckersley was sensitive when he played, so he should know better. Why not just say? What up? Why not just say I've moved past this incident with with Price? It's two years ago. I don't want to talk about it. And if you do that, then Rabbit Ears doesn't hear you, and we're not down here. Because Rima writes an article talking about how basically this is a one way feud, and it all starts because of David Price. No, Eckersley, just keep your mouth shut, man. Keep your mouth shut, and um. But he was asked bro- about it by Chad Finn. I see what you're saying. He right. should have taken the high road. That's yeah, just take your high road. road. Uh, and keep take your mouth shut and do your broadcast and you know be critical of the so, team. So, so he then- should have wore on to Cincinnati. Did yeah, that's it. 
But do you think exactly like what X said uh, was that bad? Because it, it doesn't matter what he said exactly. When somebody is sensitive, all you got to do is say boo to them, and they interpret it a different way. I mean, he said, quote, I don't plan on saying a word to him, meaning David Price. I don't plan on seeing him never. Mm-hmm. I don't really give a bleep one way or another. Right. I don't think he really cares one way or the other. I don't think it was that bad. You don't think it was that b- no. bad, but David Price interpreted it because he is super sensitive. He interpreted it, to, interpreted it in a different way. So, well, well, Listen, okay, that's fine, but the one thing you failed to mention is what? David Price is an insecure, thin-skinned okay, bitch. Okay, we know that. So don't you think Eckersley knows How do you knows- really feel about it, <laughs> But don't you think Eckersley knows that? So rather than say... But what did X I- say? Well, okay, okay. You I don't, keep going I, I, back no, no, to no, no, what no, no, he but, says. But this is the quote. But, I- but you hear it differently. You go, oh, that's not a big deal. Because you might not be as sensitive as no, Price no, and no, it's no, not no, about you. Know, you know why? You know, what, you, you know why what made this a big deal? Twitter. Because David Price can't take the criticism and retweets no, I on bet Twitter. You, I, I bet you that it's not just about this. The, uh, he tweeted at WEI no, when, no, no, when Reamer came I, out I, with that. I, I, I bet you it's not just about ah! it's not just about that uh, quote that he had, right? I bet you in that quote, the thing that probably you know was a, you know was a thorn in Price's side was I really don't give a bleep. But I bet it's more than that because you know. David Price hears Eckersley and knows he's out there. And so when X says on a broadcast, you know, by the time this guy throws three pitches, David Price hasn't thrown one. So I, I bet it there's a lot of stuff right, they don't like building up sure. in Price. And then when he sees this quote and he sees I really don't give a bleep, that's basically like, you know, when you say that to somebody, like, right. I don't really give a bleep about Schlitzy. I move past it. S- some people will interpret that as like, you know what? That's a little dig at me. Who, yeah. who, who's who's wrong in this situation? 50? Who's who's yeah. wrong? Uh, X X probably should have just pushed past it in the article and not said anything because not because he can't be Eck, but because he should have remembered quickly. Uh, you know, the last time I opened my mouth about this, right. there was a blank storm that we all had to deal with, and it became the narrative of that particular year's Red Sox, and it was embarrassing for me. And considering that he wants nothing to do with Price, has no interest in sitting down and having why an would Obama, I want to talk to him? And having an Obama beer summit with the right. guy, even though I know Eck is a, is high and dry, and God bless him for it. Uh, at the same time, he should have realized, you know what? I'm not even going to open this can of worms. I'm right. not going to poke this bear because. David Price is thin-skinned, too sensitive for his own good, and by and large, a pain in the ass. Eckersley can't not be Eck, though. That's that, the, pro- well, that, that's that's the, the problem, thing, though, right. Wiggs, is he is just like, if you read the piece, he's literally like, Chad Finn is talking about, like, in a lot of ways, like, mm-hmm. he even compares him to Charles Barkley, yeah. who has, as God bless him, since his playing Barkley. days love ended, Barkley. has been filter-free, and that's why he's our... One of our favorite commentators. Right. That's yeah, why he's musty TV. But there are a lot of people that... Eck is the best thing. No offense, but Mark. X the best thing on local TV, oh, yeah. period. Hands down. Right. But the there's stash. early but there salad are, I see out there. Early salad. Come on. There I mean, are the cheese. Lot, there are a lot of people that... Players that will balk back at Charles Barkley because they might be sensitive and they right. don't they don't like what he says because he has no filter and that's his opinion and it's fine. So that comes with it. But like you said, you know Barkley's saying it on in a sense where he doesn't really have to see these guys for the most of you know because he's in studio. Yeah, for, for the most part, for the most part, he doesn't up and kiss my ass. Right, he doesn't have to see them. When's he ever <laughs> when like Eckersley knows. 
I got to see David Price on the plane. Yep. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. the, the, Actually, he doesn't at this point because they allow the broadcasters to go on first. They've changed policy no, 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 no. But since they, the dressing but down. They're riding on the same plane, though, They're right? on the same plane, yeah. Right. Yeah. So even if you go on first, Price got to walk by him. So what I'm saying is they're still kind of like in the same area. They might not talk to each other, but I still have to be around this. Charles Barkley's, you know, in Atlanta and, uh, in the studios and uh, on NBA Tonight saying what he wants, but he's not really going to different places like that. They still kind of work together. And like you said, Fitzy, he got upset, David Price, because Eckersley said yuck. About an Erod rehab right. start. Just a so, so that you just made comment. my point how thin skinned and insecure right. he Yuck. is. Right, I know that, but, we, but I've been saying that since this first story came out. We know David Price is thin, so it's a, it's very simple. When people are sensitive, you know how they are. You know how you have to treat them, especially when you kind of work with them. You got to treat them with kid gloves. Oh, I hate but, having to make exceptions for people. It's like I, I was saying yeah, to you before the show started. Yeah. David Price has quickly become. That guy that when you go out with a group of friends, yeah, but he could be you hope and the pray that though. someone doesn't say something he disagrees with because he's going to be the guy who says across the table to a waiter or when someone brushes by your crew right. and you don't like it, maybe he doesn't go full Hernandez, but he says at some point, like, what do you mean by that? And when you all hear that, you're like, oh, oh no. It's, it's right. the, it's, oh, it's no. the, it's the scene in Goodfellas with Joe yeah. Pesci. What, what do you mean, mean I'm funny? What do you what mean I'm funny? funny? No, he really is right. in a lot of ways. Right. It, it, it's it's infuriating. So you know you got to fight for him, right? And I, but maybe his maybe maybe the teammates love him. Maybe behind closed doors he relates to and engages with people who actually are only about a decade or a decade and a half younger than me. But I could not align Fitzy, myself no. with if you paid me Fitzy, to. How do I know you said I'm funny? And that crap, how the fuck am I funny? <laughs> the crap he pulled on the plane right. is forever inexcusable, especially in a and town but, like but, Boston. But yes. he, but he, David Price has said numerous times that he was wrong for that. Then he reached out to Eckersley to try to meet with Eckersley to apologize. This is what we know because this right. is what Price said. So if if I have words with you... But right? we don't well, know that to be true. That's no, no, that, his words. But that, okay, but Eckersley, we know it to be true because Eckersley goes, he tried to reach out to me a month later. We know that because that's what X said. He, he gave half-ass semi-apologies two years ago. No, I remember no, it well. No, 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 but he, I, X, I think- X said he wanted to meet with me but Eck didn't meet with him, right? So we know that to be true. So and we also know that Nesson has created this whole story just to goose ratings, right? Was that what it was? No, I, no, I believe no. it was. I don't no, think it was no, Nesson no, no, at no. all. I think it was Chad but if, Finn. Exactly. But if we're, I, but if words are had, right? Yep. As you were saying, we could go ahead. And I and I say to you, all right. I made some things. I said some stuff. I know I probably didn't handle it the right way. Maybe a month later, I'm sitting there. You know, eh, I, I, that was bad on my part. I say, hey, Fitzy. Uh, well, I reach out to, you know, somebody and says, hey, I want to sit down with Fitzy. I want to, you know, apologize or whatever. And then you come back and I get called to that person. That person comes back to me and goes, all right, well, well I think he wants to meet with you. And then you never show up. And now what is Price supposed to do? He's like, he's tried everything in his power. He's tried. I try to reach out to you. You don't want to meet with me. You ask me if the media continues to ask. I say, yeah, I, what I did to Fitzy in studio was wrong. I should have never did that to him. I want to apologize. I've been try. I tried to reach out to him. You know what? I was supposed to. It didn't work out. But here's I the, made the, the, a the, mistake. But the one thing that you're doing, Wiggy, in this whole situation, which it's just. You're That's making what? David Price be the victim here. He's I'm not, not the making victim. him be a, the you victim. But it seems like no, you no. are. He did something wrong. He wanted to apologize for it. So he's not the victim. He knew that he made a mistake. I so- only go by what he said later. And then he wanted to talk to me uh, about a month later. 
So, I mean, I, I get confused here. I don't want to sit around and talk about what I said, what I think he was mad about. It'd be like, you know, throwing stuff against the wall. I really don't know. But obviously he doesn't uh, like my act. So he did want to. He did okay, reach sure. out to want to apologize. All right. Uh, so you can you can be not you. You go from being the suspect to now the victim in okay, the sense uh, that you're all, trying to apologize. All I'll say and Ken, make sure we got to clean this time. David Price is an insecure, thin-skinned bitch. Yeah, that's Good. your opinion okay. of him. Well, so but, but, but I think that. it's a lot of people's opinion of him. Yeah, and, so and what? People it, don't like him. It's the same way. Okay. They, and the same way they didn't like Kyrie Irving, right? And and we talked about. But here's this. the thing, Fitzy. We talked about yep. this yesterday, right? If it wasn't David Price, if it was Mookie Betts that did this, that everybody liked him, and all this other stuff, the narrative would be completely different because people would be like, "Well, why wouldn't Eck want to meet with Mookie? He's trying to apologize to the poor guy. He's saying he made a mistake, but because you don't like David Price or you have a a, 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 a specific way you think about him, you're gonna judge him based on his prior actions than what we see right now." How about the fact? Guys like David Ortiz, mm-hmm. Big Poppy, right? Was there anything more embarrassing at the time, at least, than in 2011 when Tito's doing a press conference in Baltimore and Poppy storms in, bitching up a storm about right. the fact that he got an RBI taken away and we were all, like, thrown for a loop, like, wow, dude, Poppy doesn't do that kind of stuff. What's Poppy doing losing his mind? <laughs> like, like, this yes. is selfish. This is weird. I don't, right. li- I don't yeah. like this. Guess what? We forgot about it before he even took his first right. swing that night in Baltimore. Why? I'm pissed. When you have a you and me. I'll be there in a minute. Okay. <laughs> Is he he's cursing up a storm? Is he Ken Larry? Ken Larry. I mean, he's, he's unbelievable. He's like, think he's about this. Neo it, in the Matrix. He Fred, can just recall Fred anything. Norris, I mean, Fred and, Norris might be the Ken Laird of Howard Stern show. That, that's how good Ken Laird and is. Think, and think about this, I was this, gone Fitzy. by that first at bat that night. And think about this, Fitzy. People probably go, you know what? Big Poppy's right. They should have given him his RBI. They should have given him that RBI. Right, right, because they liked him. But if if that was Manny Ramirez who did the same thing, oh, forget about it. Manny's selfish. What an a-hole. He needs to be out of here. That's the problem with him. It's all based on how you feel about the person. Nobody likes price. Because kindness cures and you put a little spoonful of sugar on top. Uh, There's a lot of people want to chime in this. Let's grab Peter and hold him before Ken Laird trending. What's up, Peter? Hey, guys, good morning. Thank you for taking the call. And, and let me get it all out because i got to start with Wiggy. Wiggy, it's clear you've never managed anybody because you don't, tr- you don't treat someone like that with kid gloves. There's two incidents, two. Yuck, and he throws three pitches before someone else throws one, or one the other way around. Mm-hmm. It, he's killing baseball with the way he does it, right? And I can tell you, I want you to do a little homework and look up who the guy Rich Ginsburg is. Mm-hmm. Rich Ginsburg is the head of psychology for the Red Sox. He set up that apology. I have a little insight. Rich set it up. Okay. Everybody knew he set it up. David didn't want to do it. And that's why X said, you know what? I'm not going to that. It's manufactured by the Red Sox. Right. I, not, that, you're right, so, Peter. So, you're so, right. So yep. he's got to go. You know what? That kind of cancer should not be in your company, on your team, or anything. Wiggy. But Peter, you, Peter, you should know better. No, no, because I got to get a point. He, he made his point, so now it's, it's, it's how we do it here. So it's when you manage people... Uh, you have to manage everybody differently because of their different personalities. You don't manage everybody. You same rules. No, 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 no. You don't manage. No, no. You don't, you don't manage people the same way. You don't manage people the same way. Yes, you do. No, you do. Listen, I, I coach youth football and youth sports for like eight years and not to manage kids. Please. Wiggy, look at you. You treat everyone the same. There are non negotiables everyone has to deal with. 
Everybody. No, you don't Period. treat everybody the same. That's you can't do that. No, no, but what? But what, oh no, but what I think Peter's saying. Hold, hold on, Peter. There's another voice in the room here. I think what he's saying is there are some non-negotiables. Like you have to set. There has to be a baseline. There has to be a table for the way that you handle, treat, and manage people. Yeah. Then there can be some specifics. Exceptions. Or, like some, Tom some Brady's going to get exceptions. a lot more leeway. Yeah, in a, you know, yeah some people are yeah, more but, sensitive. But, some people can go know, off. But, I guarantee but, you. A Richie Incognito was not coached up or managed the same way as every other but offensive if we, lineman. If or- we if we know that the price is very sensitive, got rabbit ears, then we have to manage and handle him differently than we have to do with Chris Seal. Right. Okay. So uh, that's the point. Okay, but it's uh, like I hate what, what, that. I hate that in the first place that but you. That's have the to, way it works, though. Fred. That's I, I how kn- the world works. I know. I mean, I know. No, it, it's probably worked like that since the beginning of days. Right. Right. Everybody's. You know. Everybody. Ty Cobb wasn't managed the same way. Pete Rose right. wasn't managed the same way. And that's what you have to do. All right. We'll uh, we'll come back revisit this, but first we have a trending with Ken Lair, then followed by right. Headlines of Wiggy. Weekday afternoons two to six. Now here's what's trending on Weei. Trending now brought to you by Moxie Soda, distinctively different. Chris Sale, a winner at Fenway. How about that? For the first time since July 11th of last year, 12 strikeouts, six scoreless innings. A year ago. Amazing. Wow. Could have gone deeper, too. They pulled him after 101 pitches, but they got the uh, job done. Marcus Walden, two scoreless, and Darwinson Hernandez finished off the 5 nothing win. Rafael Devers continues to be an unbelievable. Should have been an all-star. Should have been an all-star. Now he's an MVP candidate. He really no is. question. Three-run homer, uh, 13-game run-scoring streak for Mookie Betts as well. That ties Ted Williams for the club record. He's got a 10-game hit streak. They go on to Baltimore. They are 10 back in the division. Question on the floor. Has anyone ever, I think this would be a good one, maybe we, uh, maybe the great and almighty powerful Ken Laird can look it up. Has anyone ever been an MVP and not been an All-Star? In mm. baseball? Ooh. Yeah. I'm sure I, I, I bet you that's I bet you that's Because yeah. the All-Star game's at the middle, you know, yeah. it's in the first half. Right. Yeah. Some guys maybe get hot afterwards, too. So, yeah, that's probably good. That is a good question, Fitzy. 7.05, the first pitch tonight with Joe Castiglione and Josh Lewitt on the call. It's the Shaws in Star Market, WEI Red Sox Radio Network. And Nathan Avaldi will join the team either Saturday or Sunday. Hey, does. Um, struck out the side in a scoreless inning with Pawtucket. Steve Pierce, though, rehabbing in Florida. No timeline for his return. He might miss the entire season. Six and a half million dollars Dave Dombrowski gave to him instead of uh, devoting towards allocating for a relief pitcher. The Amazing. sentimentality of 2018 that, is biting 2019 yes. in the arse. That's exactly what happened. Yep. Pretty good open championship right now. J.B. Holmes, the American at the top of the leaderboard, seven under par, uh, two under today through ten holes. But Kepka is two back. Jordan Spieth now two back. And uh, a bunch of others, including Justin Rose, four under. bunch of guys in contention. Not Tiger and not Rory. Those two are uh, well off the pace. Headlines with Wiggy coming up. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. The WEEI Sports Radio Network. You're locked in to the WEEI Sports Radio Network. Headlines with Wiggy. Headlines with Wiggy. You've heard it for years, but you've never heard it like this. It's time for Headlines 
with Wiggy on Sports Radio WEI. Yeah. I'm glad I'll pour second fiddle all over just you. Keep, just keep on your fucking ship, and I'll fiddle. just I'll launch an arrow, and I'll say, you know what Ordway meant well? We all loved the big O. Pour it out for God the bless him. But Fordway, but or, uh, but Fourier, <laughs> Fordway, Fordway. Good morning. All right, uh, we got a. Uh, Ken, I know we must have. We sponsored a what? You know we are. Northeast Men's Clinic brings you headlines brought to you by Wiggy, specializing in men's sexual health. Learn more at northeastmensclinic.com or call 617-793-5000. All right, in honor of my boy, Chris Curtis, you know how we're going to start headlines with a little bit of good morning. Can I get a good morning? Good morning. <laughs> I, love, I love when he did that voice. All right, here's what we're going to start at headlines first. All right, so uh, Minnesota, I played there for a couple years, and I happened to catch this one on the news here. Uh, kind of, They are calling him Dr. Doom, a man by the name of Tate Doom, truck driver. He crashed into a construction site, um, and everybody's, you know, wanting to know, okay, how, how do you just crash into a construction site? You're driving on the highway, you're doing, you know, 70 miles an hour. It actually was a little bit over the speed limit. Uh, come to find out, when the police rolled up on the man, uh, this dude was watching Pornhub on his cell phone. My man. On the highway. Now, hold on. <laughs> while, while he was driving. While he was driving. When you say my man, uh, there was a, a fatality oh. on the... Yeah. Oh, so I apologize. You, you might want to come back. I apologize. Yeah, uh, shame, I should, shame on my man. Sh- shame on my man. Dr. Doom is what they're calling him. If he, you want to watch young females, you go to Pornhub. Right, and I never, I never. Wow. Thank you, Gary Tangway. Wow, Tangway, the Tanger. I've never understood stood this well. one. I understand you want to pull over and you're on the side of it. You're you're chilling in a parking lot. You sure. have to pull out your phone and you're watching some Pornhub. But to be driving, I guess he was doing uh, uh, 70 miles on the highway and it was in a construction zone, oh. which the speed limit was supposed to be 50. And then when the police showed up to the scene and asked what wrong and what was wrong, he said I was doing the speed limit, and he deleted 14 videos from his cell phone right when they showed up to the scene and they had seen that two minutes prior to that he was watching a video of Tiana Trump I believe her name is oh have you ever seen her no I've never seen her yeah, I've seen well, her. Let me, let folks, me. folks in the know call her TT. Yes. T- right. I, have I, you heard of her? I have Tiana, not. I think her name is Tiana Trump. I've heard of her before. You know what? I I've would not. Just don't Google her on the work computer. No, <laughs> yeah, no. Right. But on the work, work computer, at least I, on, you I just don't click on it. Right. right. You can, now what? Now hold on. Porn bots that show up. Now we've we've <laughs> all we've all hoped and prayed that our wives, girlfriends, significant others don't ever learn how to if they haven't already. You know, search browser history. Right. You know, I, right. like God bless my wife. I, I, she's or the bookmarks. Not There's some bookmarks. The most, yeah, exactly. Like, that, because <laughs> that's just not something she but does. She's not. Doesn't she know? Like, I mean, let's I mean, be she, honest. No, she knows. That she you're, knows. You're watching a little. She probably watching a little porn right. on her phone now. If pornographic she go, film. If she go. If she goes. <laughs> to, right, if she Jerry. goes to bed before I do it, I'm like, oh, I have to check something in the basement. We all know what's going on. It's, it's an implied deal, and that's fine. We respect when we have to go to our mutual corners and TCOB. Right. What I'm not going to do is stream it going 75 on the highway. And who saves videos from mobile sites on their phone? <laughs> what a, this is what happens when you right. live to like loneliness and isolation are are more dangerous than any narcotic and sugar. Like it's the worst thing you could possibly do. Right. And, and this is exactly what's going to happen. So. Right. 
if you are gonna, you know, if you are gonna watch porn, she all right, Mark? She's not, not not like in terms of the, you know, I'm personally a Harmony Reigns Diamond Fox guy, but she's okay. okay. Yeah, she, I mean, you know, like I said, she, she'll she'll do it for you. All I'm saying is, there, it's like anything else. You know, the kids they have dare in school. You have the, uh, you know, don't uh, uh, don't drink and drive. Right. They have the signs, don't text and drive. So don't porn and drive. Yeah, they should have a sign, don't porn and drive. If you really want to watch porn, pull over. Yeah, that's a good point, Wiggy. That's a that's a PSA for the day if there ever was one. All right, now this other lady. Here, he talk about uh, the opposite of uh, Robin Hood. Here, uh, Elena Boutet, her name is a, uh, a New York City employee. She was uh, working at Human Resources, and what she was doing uh, was a little disgusting. She uh, stole three hundred thousand dollars as a human uh, resource person from New York City uh, Authority. And it was supposed to go to like you know people that lit were were like you know didn't have as much yeah. money yep. you know underprivileged people and she was supposed to allocate that money to these people uh, and she was stealing that money and she was using it to get a supernatural specialist to put voodoo on her ex boyfriend. <laughs> It cost three hundred grand. Uh, three hot. You'd like, be surprised. That's a lot of voodoo. Yeah, that was, that's that a was, lot of voodoo. That was part of it. So you know, she got, uh, how, like I mean, how many years did she do? She got two years in jail. So no, she, no, no. I mean, how many years did she did she steal it all? One, not like usually no, over, like, over over a period of time. Okay, you know, she, she was siphoning she was city funds. Yes, that were she was siphoning city funds that were earmarked. For helping what disadvantaged children? Did you uh, say under, underprivileged families? Under, underprivileged families. Wow, I thought for a second oh, you were going to wow. say she was siphoning money so she could subscribe to trucker porn sites. No, right? No, no, no. That would no. I, that would have been yes. slightly more noble. No, it, it, what an awful like what an aw- well, reverse Ro- got- reverse Robin Hood's like that. Yeah, deserve- yeah, we don't like reverse well, Robin. No, gotta, that, no, the reverse Robin. Well, you gotta put voodoo on your uh, supernatural voodoo on your ex. <laughs> By the way, what would you think if you're that guy? Her, her ex boyfriend, you found that? You'd I, be like- I just went to New Orleans for Essence Festival. Yeah, and. You know, now New Orleans, that's New what you, Orleans. you hear oh, about. God. It's a beautiful yeah. place. I got out there before the hurricane and rain um, hit it. But that's all you hear about. My wife was like, yeah, we should go on a cemetery tour. I'm like, yeah, nah, I'm good. Hard, I, pa- hard pass. Yeah, I'm not bringing anything home with me, you know, down here in voodoo country. You know, they're selling these little dolls in the stores. And next thing you know, <laughs> right. you're sticking somebody with needles and pins. Yeah, yeah it, this is how a movie like It Follows begins. Like, Jermaine Wiggins <laughs> went, just went on an innocuous tour of a cemetery in New Orleans, but the voodoo that he do came home with him. I saw that movie. It was a pretty good <laughs> yeah. movie. It called w- Jermaine Wiggins as Wiggy in Wigged Out. <laughs> oh, uh, It 2 coming out in September. Yeah, It, uh, it Chapter, chapter two. 2. Yep. Looks good. So uh, uh, my boy's in there. Who's the dude that played in Split? Uh, James McAvoy, McAvoy, James yeah. McAvoy, yeah, yep. great, tremendous actor, great, great, great talent. Yes, oh, oh, Split yeah. was fantastic. Yeah, Split was a very Split good was one. his uh, his uh, and per- Glass. Yeah, Glass. Uh, the- Glass. I haven't seen Glass yet. That's the second one. Yeah, that's that, the one that know. actually has all of the yeah, heroes Sam from Jackson, the M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong universe. Yeah, McAvoy was also a phenomenal for everyone who's excited about uh, Comic Con this weekend. He was a phenomenal Professor X. He was. Is it Comic Con? You early, mean is the one in San Diego? Or San Diego. San Diego. Oh, okay. weekend, yeah. That's yeah, where they announced Thor for Ragnarok, which you heard on headlines. Yeah, he did. Wiggy, Wiggy dropped that a couple days ago. Wait, Thor gonna, four. It's going to be Thor four. Yeah. Well, you should have been listening. I thought I was. Uh, I was 
driving Sleeping. a truck watching yes. watching pornography. <laughs> I thought they were going to do as I was hoping they were going to do as Guardians of the Galaxy. They are you, doing that. But they will doing, do that. But they're doing Thor four, and the guy who directed Thor four, I'm forgetting his name. I should remember his Taika name. Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi, who did Ragnarok, who which do, is yes, who did just Ragnarok, a phenomenal, which is a phenomenal great, movie. which is a great movie. Is this is back to do the Thor four? Yes. So, you you mix you mix. You mix Marvel superheroes and Led Zeppelin together with world class special effects and a giant Jeff Goldblum. Take my money, and then please. You do the, you Take do my, my money, and please. you do my boy the Hulk right. You, you can have right. my money multiple times. Now, Mark, you showed me something yesterday, about, you know, about an expensive drink, right? You yeah, showed me it's cognac for four grand. Cognac for four dollars for four thousand dollars. Hold on, wait, hold on. I, I can't let the story go any further. What is cognac? Cognac, cognac, yes, cognac, cognac is like a cheap, like moonshine you drink on Coney Island. Like there's a there's a there's a rush. Can you tell I'm not a drinker? Cognac, cognac, cognac would be like Hennessy. I'm sorry, I just can't. Like that's a that's a man crime right there. I can't let that happen any further. Guilty as charged. Excuse me, Mr. Wiggins, do you have any Corvassier? I don't have any Corvassier, but I do have some Cavassier. Uh, so you had showed me of cognac, cognac thousand yes. dollars. Yes. Well, if you don't know my man Two Chains, he's a rapper, but he has a show that he does on Viceland where he goes around looking for the most expensive things out there, uh, and he stumbled upon a very expensive bottle of Japanese whiskey. What up? What up? We back with my man here with some of the most exclusive and high end. Japan whiskey on the face of this earth. Two chains, man. George. Nice, nice to, to meet you, me. George. Why are they so rare? Whiskey takes time to age. They didn't put in enough to keep up with demand. This cost ten thousand. Ten thousand dollars. Have you tasted anything exclusive before? I feel like I gained this much more knowledge on the uh, Japanese culture as well as the uh, whiskey. $10,000 for Japanese whiskey. You see what it does to you. Two wow. chains after one glass of Japanese whiskey was kind of on Lululand. That's that's some real serious that, cuckoo juice that's right some, there. That's some high-end cuckoo juice. High-end cuckoo juice. Now, I've never... The most expensive drink that I've had um, was... I believe it was called Louis the Thirteenth. Yeah. I think okay. it was like... $1,500 or wow. $600 a shot or something like that. It was something ridiculous. I mean, it, it was cool. It was good, right? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I mean, I've had, smooth. I've had, I've had, I've had whiskeys that cost, you know, maybe like $50 a shot. I've, I haven't had like the PVW as the kids How call it. about Johnny Happy Walker Winkle. Blue Label? Not a scotch, not a scotch no, guy. No, okay. Not a I scotch like, guy. I like uh, Crown Royal, the apple. Crown, Ooh, Crown okay. Apple. Crown Cognac a- for four grand. <laughs> <laughs> Crown, Crown Apple and Ginger? Sneaky good, sneaky good drink. And and I am I'm a when I do drink vodka though I'm a Ciroc man, so I love the Ciroc that's flavor. Be, it's because you like because you like P Diddy. Yeah, right, you like right. P Diddy. Yeah, too. that see that's marketing one on one. It like yeah. totally made the impression. It right did there. make the impression, but then when I started drinking it, because you know it does go down smooth. If you want the cheap version, you can get the no. Pinnacle Kettle One, Kettle One, oh, all the, the kettle, way. Kettle Tito's, One all the way. Tito's is good. Tito's too. is good. Tito's Tito's is good. You know, like Greg. Grey Goose? You don't like Grey yeah, Goose? Grey Goose is good. Uh, it's okay. Nah, it's right. overrated. Yeah. Right. Uh, so we had talked about this earlier. My man ASAP Rocky. You don't know who ASAP Rocky is. He's a rapper that is being detained uh, unlawfully in, Swe- uh, in, in Sweden. Now, he's been detained for a fight. He's been there since July 2nd. So what do you do when you need to get out? Who do you call? There's only one person to call when you need to get out of a sticky situation. Robert Kraft. 
Ro- well, yeah. Robert Kraft they got is a me, good one. He free, helped free Meek, Meek Mill. Mill. So I was yeah, say, it hey. is a good one. No, you pick up the phone and you call Kim Kardashian. And what Kim Kardashian did <laughs> is her and Kanye West, they lobbied the White House to get involved in this drama. Obviously, we know about the he got to a fight in, in Sweden and the, now he's being held in a Swedish prison and you know kind of like not at the highest levels as far as they're not giving him the things that he needs so kim kardashian she gets involved Cognac West and, and Kim Kardashian West. Yes. Now, Cognac for four grand. Now you, now you said now you said that ASAP Rocky, ASAP Rocky, Rocky, depending on which way you want to roll right. with that, is in a prison in or some being detained in some sort of jail like state yes, in Sweden. But, but it, is yes. it is it a jail in Sweden just like a, an apartment in Oslo with no Wi Fi well, or something? Well, right. That, I mean, yeah, that, where, where they just look at you sternly and don't talk to you? Yeah, it's not Alcatraz. Well, that's no. what you would think, but yeah. I, I guess you know when you're a and and I and I believe it was uh, I want to say Offset or Quavo for Mingos that it said, "Hey, listen, when you're a rapper and you're over there." The the accommodations when you are in jail are not very good. So maybe that's when you're just a regular person. But if you're a rapper and you're over in Sweden and they put you in one of those Swedish prisons, not very good. So you want to get on the phone and call Kim Kardashian because you know she can get you out. Uh, so a reminder, kids, always settle your hip-hop beefs domestically. Never take it overseas. Yes, never. Never take never, it overseas. Never. Always stay on American soil. Now, for everybody out there, it is going to be hot this weekend. Ooh. I advise you to do one thing and one one thing only, find you a nice big wrench, uh, open up the fire hydrants, enjoy Because yeah. when you live in the city, you don't have pools. That's what we did as kids. We'd open up the fire hydrant. Yeah. we get the, the Splash about. Yeah, we'd get a nice Remember, can remember of the light. scene from Do the Right Thing? Yeah. When they opened up the fire hydrant and yeah. they did it on uh, the guy Frank Vincent, yes. who, I, I, yeah, we who played, uh, who was all Billy Batson, Goodfellas, and, of yep. course, uh, Frank, was, it was Phil Leotardo in The that's Sopranos. That's right, in The Sopranos. Yeah, yeah. so it, uh, it's going to be almost 100 degrees on Saturday, almost oh, 100 man. degrees on Oof. Sunday. It's going to now, be dry, but it's going to be cold. Now, I haven't seen, my mother still lives in East Boston, so, you know, I get down to the city a lot. I got to get to Reno's. You've told me about this yeah, place. Yeah, you got to so- go to Reno's. Oh. Reno's are Meridian Market. They got the best chicken uh, palm subs all around. Whoa. And I've driven through. I want that cheese ravioli that you d- you did on that uh, tasting food thing show you did oh, on yeah, that. Ta- that's the lobster ravioli. You lobster Reno's. ravioli. Yes, Very that's good. what it was. Can I get back to Yeah, my, you uh, can. Uh, you got me I know food. the food is, keeps going through. <laughs> no. You, like, food is like drugs with this guy. Yeah, yeah food I know, but same here. Like, you say best chicken palm subs. And I'm like, I'm already ready to go. No, like, yeah, if, you saw, if you saw Wiggy's uh, with Billy and Jenny, right? Uh, no, Would you do it dining was, playbook no, or it Wicked was Vice? Fa- it was uh, that was the Charlie Moore show. Oh, and Charlie I Moore. Yeah, yeah, Charlie Moore is when I was with uh, in Reno's. The yeah. Mad the, Fisherman. The Mad Fisherman. So yeah, it's gonna be extremely hot. Now, like I said, I drove. I've driven through East Boston a number of times in the summer. I don't see the hydrants no more. They don't open them up no more. I think it's against the law now to because do because now because now we have to conserve water. Okay, is because that that's not good for Mother Nature. Back in the day, that was the original that was the original pool. fountain show at the Bellagio in Vegas was just opening up a fire hydrant and kids just splashing about. That was your fancy water show. That's all we needed. The That's all kids tree, need now. A brain tree. They must have did that growing up. In well, Brain-tree. we had we had Sunset Lake. 
Oh, okay. So we didn't have like many. Well, I had one kid of mine who was a friend. We he's had a, clean harbors. He's a, <laughs> well, we, we swam in the harbor in Shaw Plaza. But my one friend growing up, he's a uh, police officer in East Boston, uh, Joey Satuli. He was the only kid in the city with a swimming pool. Nice. And so wow. it was like, you, we, we would fight to get there. Yeah, I was, lu- I was lucky. My grandparents and then my, my parents, we, we had swimming yeah, pools. So, so was that, most of the I was time, very lucky. we didn't have it. And it was like, you know, if you didn't really want to swim in the harbor, you just open up the, the hydrant. Right. But then again, the fire department would come and they would just shut it My off. My godmother lived in Hull, so back in the heyday in the 80s, go down, bang out an afternoon at Nantasket Beach, try not to step on any hypodermic needles, oh, make your way over wow, to wow. the yeah. roller coaster in the there arcade afterward, get a little fried dough, some soft serve. Oh, you talk the fried life. dough, you're talking my Save language. Save food again. Oh, yeah. There you so, go. So, so, right. so we can do the top 10 fried doughs <laughs> at Salisbury Beach. Let's go, yeah, let's let's go. go Mark, with that the That is your headline. Stay cool and make sure you check on old people because Very for some good. reason old people, and don't leave your dogs in the car. No, and uh, what's the biggest thing? Don't porn and drive. Oh, don't wait, wait, wait. porn and drive. Wait, that's porn be- and park. That should be the porn and park. Well, there you go. That's it. That's the new thing. Wiggy, you got to pull. You got to. There's rest stops all over the place. There should be trucker friendly porn and parks. Oh, or you can just op- you open that up. I like that. Yeah, you like open that up. You can get a little that. chicken parm, a little fried dough. Get a porn and park. Wiggy's porn and park. Somebody go. get some money behind yes. that and let's go. I trademark yeah. that, Wiggy. Yeah, well, trademark tra- it. Trademark. Right. I, I learned a lot during those headlines. Th- that was very good. Uh, Lou Merloni versus Trenny last night on NBC Sports Boston. You don't want to miss this next. Cognac for four grand. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy. The tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. You're locked in to the WEEI. WEEI. Sports Radio Network. Sports Radio Network. All right, so you know, obviously, the David Price, Dennis Eckersley sequel, uh, part two, uh, has transpired over the course of the last 48 hours. And uh, last night at NBC Sports Boston, Lou Merloni and the great Trenny, who used to do Trenny Tomasi right here on EI on Saturday. She's a great job. Uh, she's a phenomenal broadcaster, I, I, I will admit. Uh, there's no doubt. And she, you know what, Wiggy? Uh-huh. Anybody who comes in to do sports radio, and can roll up their sleeves and then go at it. I, you got nothing but the utmost respect and admiration. Yeah, for as me. long as like you know they they don't get sensitive and they don't take it personal. And I I've never worked with Trenny, but from everything I hear, she's uh you know yeah, she'll get so, right in the. She don't have no problem with nope. getting in the mud. That's right. That's right. Nothing but respect and love for for Trenny. Uh, a lot of admiration. So. All right, so Lou and Chad Finn have had this back and forth going on for a while. Yeah, they, they've been, Twitter they, world's been crazy with that. They, they've been going on for a while, and um, okay, like something happened, I believe a couple months ago, where Chad Finn was grading the Red Sox WEI broadcasts, and he made some off-color comment like, well... You know, uh, Lou get, certainly does much better here than he does on his uh, afternoon radio show. Something to that extent. And, and, and Chad Finn said that. And Lou didn't like it. So <laughs> yesterday, um, 
OMF, uh, Glenn Ordway, said Chad Finn, quote, should be taken. This is, they, they tweeted this out from the OMF on WEEI Twitter account. Glenn Ordway, quote, Chad Finn should be taking a curtain call for attention from Eckersley versus Price due to his feature on Dennis. Instead, he's hiding and blaming WEEI. He should be taking a bow. Lou Marloni says, quote, on Chad Finn, how do you not get how media works about Chad Finn? Chad Finn struck back and said, you guys should be spending less time getting effortlessly dunked on and more time learning Kenny Chesney's catalog. So he come back. (laughs) I mean, that was. uh, Yeah, I I checked the replies on that one last night, Mark. And uh, people were all like, whoa, Chad Finn got some return. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Chad Chad Finn came. He came back. Like, I mean, that was was like John Travolta Pulp Fiction. That was a comeback. I mean, that was a comeback, man. If you're going to make I wasn't sure where you were going with that for a second, but I see the way you got there. Vinny Vega. Yeah. Vinny Vega in, oh, yeah. in, in, in Pulp Fiction. That was a comeback of King my- of Sober Cats. He's, and he's the king of like tying things together. Yeah, I mean that was that was an amazing comeback. So uh obviously this has been all the talk of the town. And Lou Merloni and Trenny were talking about this last night on NBC Sports Boston. Like, I didn't make it personal to. to start. Okay, this is not like I ever started. I always oh, I always oh, react to Chad Finn. Hold on. Trenny, you know, you're Trenny. Got a ton of reaction felt all Oh, you're talking about this incident. Trenny, seriously, do you even know what the hell you're talking about? You have no history at all between Chad Finn and what we've gone through over there with this guy. He falsely reports everything. He's sitting there writing a story about Jerry Cowell because the one that's harassing that led to it. Harassing advertising that led to it. Your tweet right here, that's not a personal. It is, but you think this started it? It's no, been going on for I'm years, Trenny. you got to be kidding me. Lou, that's not what I'm saying. Started it. I'm saying All right, so don't say no... that started the whole damn but, thing a personal. But I'm saying he did not have to respond to you the way that he did just because you went personal from the what, start there. Like, I'll there's admit, no need for it to be personal. We're both children. Yep, that okay. would be... That we would both be. fight back. That's why I actually think we're kind of good friends in a weird way. Even though I attack him, he attacks me. That's fine. I don't care. I think it's fun. Yeah, it's like you guys know I like getting yeah, angry. Yeah. So I don't mind it one bit. I think it's a beautiful thing. I got I just, just think that, you know, that media critic and someone that's going to crit- criticize, you know, I just, I think he should be somewhat fair, which is something I've never felt he's been. Period. End of story. Hey, I'm just, my point I think is, he I don't loses think credibility with almost every day, to be perfectly honest. I think everybody. that's, you know, well, we're all Good grown times. up. Guys have fun. Make it personal. Where did, where did, but where did Lou make it personal? What was what well, did, well, Lou Lou got mad because um, at Chad Finn because Chad Finn threw basically said that EEI stoked the fire on the right. Price Eckersley thing. But where did how did what did Lou say that made it personal in Trenny's mind? Because she kept that was what she was hopping on, right? right. You made it personal. You made it well, personal. Well, she she was saying he made it personal versus Chad Finn. But it, what? Because he 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 made a comment saying like they, the Chad basically should be you know fair and balanced and that he was it was unfair. Yeah, but that's way. not like when I, usually when somebody says they made it personal, it's because you attacked something about right, it. Right. You know, like oh, we could disagree about po- we could disagree about anything, uh, Wiggy. Like uh, a favorite Marvel movie, right. sports, politics. But then if I mention something about your appearance or your right. family, not then it's like, like whoa, why'd you have to make it personal? Yeah. Right. So that's it's when I'm, you go under. It's when yeah. you go under the the surface 
like that, that's when you make it. Pro- and I, I didn't necessarily think that, that sounded too personal. And by the way, well, no, but right. it was that was real. I mean, no, 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 there well, was, was defi- but, but that was definitely point was real. Lou made it personal. And I'm trying to fi- figure out where Lou made it personal. He just basically was critiquing Chad Finn for the 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 column or for 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 them trying to say EI was to, to was kind of stoke the fire type thing with the Dennis well, Eckersley well, he, and Price. Yeah, well, EI. Um, here's what was going on is that. Uh, Lou Marloni and Chad Finn were going on at it on Twitter the night before. Like yeah, but all what, night. What personal was going even back and forth? Even like the little well, dunk the, on well, he, the little he, dunk he, on comment. That's not like personal. That's kind of like okay, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly. But that's I, I back guess, and forth. Yeah, that's all it's it is. Right, that's it's back ban- and forth. It's almost banter yeah. in a lot of ways. Yeah. For God's well, sakes. and and I guess like I said before, when he was doing the grades of the Red Sox broadcast team, he gave Lou a good grade. Lou's right. really good in the broadcast, and he gave him a B plus or something like that. And he goes, he's he said, and I I'm paraphrasing. As I remember it here, he's like, oh, he's much better here in the booth than he is on his afternoon radio show. Yeah, but that's like, not personal. It's just kind of like, you know. It's, a, it's but an it, opinion. It's right. an opinion that has some personal. Like, is Lou thin-skinned? I, I think Lou can be set, but I, <laughs> yeah, love, I, I, I love Lou. I love yeah. when I love when Mafia Lou comes out. Yeah, you know. Oh yeah. When oh, angry Angry Lou is angry one of my Lou, favorite shades of Merlot. It shouldn't be Angry Lou. It should be Mob Lou because he's like, oh, what do you mean? I can't I can't say what I want to say. This is the guy here that got Jerry Callahan fired. Huh? Well, you don't want to talk about that, huh? Hold on one second. Yeah, she's driving a white Cadillac. Yeah, that's her. Take her out. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think what I think what's being lost here. And uh, what, something lost in translation amongst the <laughs> sea of voices of me- people yelling at each other on sports radio. What's being lost is that we can't have good back and forth anymore. The, Lou is uh, Lou's a former player and he's a great analyst. Mm-hmm. But here, when he sits, probably I think actually in this very seat for yep. four hours every afternoon, he's giving his opinion. So he is part of the media, and all Chad Finn is doing is he's watching the Watchmen. That's all. Like, he, well, he, Chad Finn should get... They should right. invite Chad Finn to come on. Oh, and Lou, Lou should be allowed to criticize Chad because he's part of the sports media right, that sphere. Would be great. The same way Chad is that. And it's okay. I Every one of us, I bet, has a friend that we have uh, disagreements with mm-hmm. and our relationship can be colored or known by the fact that we love to go back and forth and we love to bitch each other out. And then guess what happens? We have a beer, we watch a right. game, and we enjoy but it. Ch- but if Chad Finn uh, doesn't agree with it, I think, so I, think, now. I think that if they do invite him on, then he should have the courage and the balls to go on there and defend his point. So he, or- let me give the exact quote what Chad Finn tweeted about Lou Merloni when he was doing the Red Sox booth, uh, WEI broadcasting grades. He mm-hmm. was my, he was, Lou Merloni, he was my top choice to join Castiglione three years ago when Tim Neverett was hired before the 2016 season. The former Red Sox infielder and current talk show host has only improved since. He's anecdotal, unafraid to be critical, and sees the game like a manager. He's been the third man in the booth on several occasions, but also works well when he's solo with Castiglione. What's that you say? Why, yes, he does get much better ratings here than on his radio show. That was the the dig there. So this has been going back. That was pretty close. I fairly close there a little now bit. Now is that now do you think is that a dig or is that an accurate statement? Right. 
I don't know. I mean, I, I, I like I, no. It's I, I, I don't know. I think you have he, to find out. Do they do they get better ratings on the the broadcast versus this? Uh, well, not according the, to Chad Finn's report last week. So then, so so then the afternoon, you know, the afternoon right. show does. But better. that, but that's, but, it was but that's why Chad should go on the show. It would be great, and, and then Lou could say what he wants. Chad would have the opportunity to go back at Lou, and they can. They're very similar to what Trenny and Lou did. You know, they went back and forth. It's much easier. To sit across from somebody and go back and forth sure. with them if you don't agree with, with something they said or right. they wrote or this, whatever it may be, versus on social media I when agree. you put, you know, when they put a tweet and then you, you know, quote tweet it or whatever. Just there's oh, not, by, by the way, there's nothing worse than a Twitter beef between oh, a now, tweet? Now, there is nothing there is nothing faker and more I was looking at Ken Laird there when you said that word I was like uh oh we're, not, we're getting, it's not wrong no, we're I, no, I, I told okay it's, yeah that's okay <laughs> that's course Twitter beef. There's a now unless it's between, if it's between Bill Simmons and Dave Portnoy, then I'm like, okay, get the popcorn out. No, I love out. Twitter. Right, I, I love, right. I love high profile celebrity right. tweets are right. fantastic. Yeah, those are great. Tweets. Where's the beef? Tweefing leads to a good back and forth <laughs> if they can sit down. See right. what you created? I know. I, like you put no, now, now the Mark no, no. James nickname. No, no, thing. no, no, well, no I'm, but, I'm a big portmanteau kind yeah, of guy. But, but, That's yeah. my jam. But tweefing has been around forever. I got. I just never heard that referred to that way. I just heard Twitter be but tweefing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. I, 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 and we can say. It is legally. there anything? Is there? But like, <laughs> if we can't have, just don't use a Q. If I can't I quote at you, bro. If we can't have a good tweef, or God forbid, right. the original tweef, which is just people arguing. On the radio, right. in bars or in ballparks. Yeah. If this upsets people, if we can't criticize one another from the newspaper to the sports radio station, from the bar room to the grandstand, at this point, we may as well just turn everything into the opinion free, non denominational, gender free talk hour. So You'll everybody get, gets that's wrong, bro. We're getting there because everybody gets a, it's like the everybody gets a trophy. Ugh, generation participation trophy. Why do we suck so bad? Well, why can't anyone just? No. Why can't anyone be real anymore? Just have fun. This I, is a the game. One, the one thing I did see on Twitter one time when uh, um, uh, a father's sons lost in Little League and they came in second place or, or whatever, or third place in the tournament, and they got the same trophies that the per, like the team who won it. He, he's like made his son go back and he goes, "No, Good you don't him. trophies. There are no trophies for losers." I think that was That's James right. Harrison actually. Right. Or oh, uh, could have been. Or I think James been. Harrison. Uh, he went off on a screed right around the time he went right. off to the Patriots. Could, could have been. I'm saying that, like, no, 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 we don't do that around this well, house. I mean, you who, earn it, you win it. Who had that famous quote, if you're not first, you're last? I mean, I think that's... Yeah. I know. think it was, it was Talladega Nights, Ricky oh, Bobby. Okay, that's right. That, that's, that, that's what it was. All right, uh, when we come <laughs> back next, uh, Tom Brady, we know he's obviously the most uh, gifted... He's first. Respect, he's GOAT. He's the GOAT. But not when it comes to... What matters, De Niro? He's not even close on that. And we still don't know why, because he sacrifices for the Patriot way. We'll get to that. Wiggy, Fitzy, Schlitzy, and James on WEI. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 